Hi guys, welcome to my podcast, Everyday Dialogue with Fabian Morgan. Um, on this podcast, we're going to be talking about loads of different stuff, just everyday conversations we have with friends, with family, um, some of our thoughts, whether it's about relationships, love, money, career, regrets, decisions, good decisions, bad decisions, you name it, we'll talk about it. On this podcast, I'll be talking about some of our personal experiences, my perception and my perspective on many different things. And also I'll be having some guest speakers come on as well to speak with me. Some of them will be friends. Some of them will be people I've admired and they'll be talking about their everyday experience. So this podcast is for us everyday people that's out there living our life and just trying to survive each and every day. So welcome. Okay guys, welcome back to my podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the importance of building confidence and I've invited an extra special guest, my mommy. Hey mom. Hey baby. Thank you so much for joining me. I definitely think you're the perfect person to talk about this subject because um, growing up, I always had people say to me and to my brothers as well, oh my God, you guys are so confident. Oh my God, you know your self-worth. Oh my God, where do you get your level of confidence from? And as I was reflecting on it a few weeks back, I was thinking the reason why I'm actually confident and the way I am is because of you. Um, You definitely, through our upbringing, constantly made us feel like we could achieve anything. You constantly encouraged us and said positive thing to, things to us. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm... Um, me and my brothers have been able to always do well professionally because we just have that mentality that we can achieve anything we put our mind to and that's from a young age even when we're in school we took our education seriously we done well academically and it was all down to we can achieve anything and you just pushed us in that direction so I just kind of wanted us to talk about that whole topic and just find out more about where you learned that confidence as well so where would you say you, you got your confidence from? Or who? Um, I would say I got my... It's a mixture. I would say I got my confidence from both my parents, to be honest. My dad was a very proud man. Mm-hmm. Um, and also my mom. And I grew up, you know, with my mom as such a strong example where she fought... And she sacrificed a lot for us to achieve stuff in life. It might not have been much. When you look at what she had to offer then compared to now, it might not have been the same as the days we're in now. But I was sharing with someone the other day and I was saying to them, even though I, you know, growing up in Jamaica and the West Indies, even though we were considered poor, I didn't knew I was poor. Mm. Because the love that my mom gave me or my parents gave me and then they separated and later on it was just my mom. But the love that we receive and, and, and the, the confidence, she always said to us that we can do anything and she always made sure we were all educated. We all went to school, even though in the end we didn't have, she didn't have the money to pay for the exams that we had to take. She always drove that in my head that, Sandra, you can be anything you set your mind to. And we had to go Sunday school also. And from an early age, I understood. I don't know. I can't explain it. But I I honestly understood who I was and that there was so much to me. And so there, 
whenever someone would talk down to me, it did something to me like, don't tell me I can't do something. Don't tell me I'm not going to become mm. the best at whatever I choose to be, you know, to go towards. And so when people come at me, I was one young girl that I was always mouthing back. And my mom used to slap me and say, you're too feisty. Back <laughs> in them days, because I, I don't matter what age you are, don't tell me that I will never amount to anything. And so when I was blessed to have children, that was something I knew I had to instill in them especially the fact that you guys were black boys yes. and the statistic that stacked up against you was that most black boys would either go to prison or they would die of gun violence or stabbing and all these things. And I always, you know, show you guys that you can become anything you set your mind to, that you don't have to follow the norm or the trend that's going on. You know, I always like to say you swim upstream instead of downstream because yes, you might look odd. Yes, everyone won't want to be a friend, but it's okay. And I'm glad. When I look at you guys now, I'm really happy at the way you've all turned out. I am a proud mother. I am, you know, I sit down and I'm always talking about you. When I have friends that will come and tell me about their kids and what their kids are going through or having, you know, facing jail time or courthouse, I can't say none of that. And you know, now that I'm talking about it, I can pat myself on the back and say, well done, because... You've done great. It's, it hasn't been easy to grow up boys, you know, to bring boys up, but... Mm-hmm. With the help of God, I think I've done a good job. Yeah, you did, Mom. I, um, you definitely instilled that confidence. And I think what came with that confidence was also being having that leadership mentality of making decisions and being okay with being alone like and not succumbing to peer pressure because when we were in school obviously kids wanted you to smoke weed from a small age or they wanted you to take drugs and if you're somebody that was if we were someone that was like people pleasers or just wanted to fit in or just wanted to be in the crowd we probably would have started doing those stuff from a young age but we knew who we were and I definitely knew who I was and I was like I ain't doing that I'm not I'm not getting involved in this and I was okay if they no longer wanted to be my friends because of that Mm so it really is important to um to build up confidence in your kids because I've got friends now that tell me that their parents used to put them down constantly so for them, they try to find that validation in relationships. And this is why a lot of people end up in toxic relationships or end up with people that abuse them because they, they, they're they craving for that love that they never got at home. And I never yeah. felt that way. Like, like even all my relationships, I've ended them because I've just got been like, oh, I've had enough, I'm fed up. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. And it's all about knowing your worth. Yes. I mean, that's the one thing I, I, I always say to you guys, know your worth and don't settle for less than you deserve. Um, If you remember, I'm always saying that because at the end of the day, even in my relationships, and I mean, you guys, wherever I am in the world, because I mean, now we're living in the UK, but I've not always been in the UK. I've been in the Cayman Islands. I've been in the United States. But wherever I am, I always try to make sure you guys are a part of that. And you've known my life and I've tried to live my life as that example. I'm always fighting. I'm always pushing. I'm always excelling. I never settle and think I can't become anything I desire to be. Mm-hmm. I don't put a limit on myself. And that's one thing I always encourage you guys not to put a limit. Always think outside the box. And me as a person, you know, 
even to this day, I do get fights. I do get people that don't like me for who I am simply because I don't know. But I've, I've known from a young age I was born to lead. It's not a question. I don't, I don't wonder about it. It's something I do naturally. And so I'm always taking the forefront, not even realizing I'm doing it, actually. Mm. <laughs> That's how natural it is to me. I'll just take charge of something and I just do it. And I've noticed that you being my eldest as well. You know, I've seen that in Dumar and Robert, but you being my eldest, I've noticed so much about you that I can relate to myself. And I always say that to you, that Fabian, I see so much of me in you. Mm-hmm. So much of me in you. You're very strong-headed. And the one thing I know, well, I must say that about all of you boys. <laughs> the one thing I know is that once you set your mind to something, that you will do it. Nothing will stop you mm-hmm. once you set your mind to it. And, I, 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 and, and that's one of the things I always say to you. Stand for what you believe in. Yes. It might not please everybody, even me. And I remember saying that to you. It might not even please me. But stand for something. Because if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Yes. And as parents, I think it's it's our responsibility to instill those things in our children. Because, and I, I, and I can declare on you here on your podcast, I'm a Christian. And I'm a proud one. And one other thing I learned about, you know, reading the Bible and the stories of the Bible, one of them that stood out to me was the story of Abraham. Mm-hmm. And the Bible said that he gave Isaac all he had. And when I did the study on that, it wasn't so much about the materialistic stuff. It wasn't so much about the cattle and the land. It wasn't and the gold. And it wasn't so much about that. He taught Isaac all the principles that he needed to carry on his mm. life, to carry on the tradition, to carry on from generation to generation. Hence why it doesn't matter where you'll find the Jews today. Jews are successful people. Mm. Because you have to have a standard, you have to have a principle that you live by. And and that's one of the things I always try to instill in. I remember you coming home one day. And that time, I think we live in Dulwich and you were at one of your friends. I say, you come on, and like you were saying, oh, this, this, I can't remember the child's name, but like you'd say, oh, they have this in their house and they have that in their house. Did you remember what I did? No. I told him, never come home and tell me what someone has in their house and that you want it. Because I said to you, you don't know what they have to do to get that. Mm. And you must appreciate what you've got. And if you want more, you work towards it. But never, because my mom told me that years ago, don't envy or don't watch what someone else has. Because what they do to get that might not be something that you're willing to do. Yes, exactly. I 100%, yep. And so that's one of the things I always say to your fave, you know. And and, and even so, there are different types of jealousy, because there can be good jealousy. I can see you doing something and say, oh, fave, I'm jealous. But jealousy not says that I want to be better too. Not jealous that you shouldn't be. You yeah, shouldn't be not, malici- not maliciously. Not yeah. in a malicious way. Not to say that I envy you where I don't think you deserve what you've got. It's not that way. But seeing you do it make me want to be better. Mm. Seeing you do it make me want to achieve. Because I look at myself and think, mm, we've got the same color skin. Mm, 
we, we, we are on the same level in some sense. So if he can achieve it, I can achieve it too. You understand? And just, and, and it, it encourages you to work and motivate you. That's the word I'm looking for. To work towards something. It might not be the same thing. I remember when I finished my degree, I remember when I finished my degree, you, um, you said to me, Mom, you inspired me. Or while I was doing my degree, you said that I inspired you um, to do yours. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming home that day after we had the conversation, and I, I said, God, I thank you. Because my life at all times must be an example for you guys. That is why I have to be careful of what I do, where I go, what I say. And you're adults. Um, I'm not responsible for you guys in that sense. But I'll be your mother for the rest of your life. I'll be your mother for life. And so I have to have that mentality where it doesn't matter. Whatever I do impact you guys. Whatever I, um, wherever I go, it can have an, an effect on you guys. Who I'm with and all mm. these things. So, yeah, for me, it's all about understanding that there, there is nothing you can't do. There is nothing... That's too hard if you set your mind to it. And as I said, I don't put a limit on, on myself. I'm a girl that was born in the Caribbean island uh, from a very poor background mm -hmm. to the point where we're, I was living in one room with my mom and my siblings, seven siblings. But it didn't deter me. It didn't make me think I can't become yeah. anything mm -hmm. I want to be. I would more say it encouraged me or motivate me to want to be better, want to yeah. have more. And I always said, I, I will have more than my mom. Mm. And I always say that my children will be better than me. And, and I believe that every generation should be better than the last. Mm. Yeah. The last should be better than the, the former. So for me, you know, when I see you guys, you and your brothers, Dumar, Robert, your guys are excelling. It makes me very, very proud um, to say that I played a part in that. Exactly. Yeah. And one thing no one can call us is criminals because everything we do, we do it legit. <laughs> oh, yes. So. Well, you remember that conversation we had when I said to you guys, I can't remember, someone we knew got into trouble. And I remember always telling you, don't get into trouble because I'm not the mother that's going to be running up and down courthouse or in jail to bring you stuff okay. <laughs> i know you i know you ain't gonna be doing no visitations no, no, I'm not. i mean if i if, if it's a case where it's you know something innocent and you have to defend yourself because someone come at you that's different but to know that you guys know right from wrong and know that i've trained you up to know right from wrong mm. and to know you know to make wise decision and not be influenced and you choose to go and do that you're on your own I've always said that to you guys. And, and thankfully, now you have made that mistake because, I don't know, because I wouldn't be there. <laughs> but at least you're honest about it, which is good. But um, it's the truth. I would pray for you guys from a distance, but I'm not the mother. <laughs> I, am not, I am not a mother that's going to be running up and down when you do wrong. No, you got to just... <laughs> yeah, you know those moms that go, he's innocent, and they know their child <laughs> done it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. Because at some point you have to learn and you will know that I love you. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to be bending over backwards like that because I think once you have the understanding, just make the right choice. And that's why from a young age, I start to instill that in you guys. That don't, don't allow anyone 
or no peer pressure. You know, when I knew I was doing a good job, Fabe, and I have to share the story on this podcast. Mm-hmm, that's fine. I remember I didn't, I couldn't afford to buy you a brand name Nike. And I brought, bought you a fake, um, I think it was a shack them time, the, the Nike. It was the, I think, was it, was it, the, wasn't it the Air Force? Was it Air Force? Yeah, you bought me the fake Air Forces. Oh God. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> And you went to school and they were laughing at you. Yeah. You remember? Mm-hmm. And you went, you took it for PE and they were laughing and you said, my mom worked hard to buy this and I'm, I'm going to wear it. And when you came home and you told me that they were laughing, I said to you, don't go back. Because I felt embarrassed. I felt hurt that you were being taunted at school mm. for that. And you said to me, no, mom. I'm going to wear it. And I remember you wore that trainers until you left the school. Yeah, every P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna succumb to their peer pressure. I know how hard you worked to buy that trainers for me, and it just goes back to that whole thing. My, I wasn't following the crowd. Like I didn't care. They all those people that bullied me and were into materialistic things. I got better than them academically. The ones that were laughing about the trainers, they all failed. Some of them didn't sit their GCSEs exam. Some of, some of them even now are dead due to violence and gun crime and knife crime, and some of them are in prison. So what yeah. they what they had as a priority wasn't my priority. My priority was going to school, getting a good education, so I can get the career that I wanted, and that was my focus. And this is why I surrounded myself with people like that. You knew the type of friends I kept as well, and all my friends that went to school with they're doing well now. So yeah. um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't, and it, but it goes back to knowing who you are. Because if I'd needed validation from them, I would have done anything to fit in or to be in that group or to be in that crowd. But yeah, you're right. It is. It's that's quite a a big thing to even now looking back at it to to be as such a such a young age. Because when we're young, yeah. we we want to be in a group. We want to be a part of a crowd. So yeah, yeah. I, I, that really moved me. I, I never forget it. It's something that I've spoken about time and time again because. Um, you know, with me doing the hairdressing and, you know, having to do with other parents and see the way, even hearing conversations in my chair and parents struggling with their children because they can't afford to buy this or they can't afford to buy that. I thank God every day I didn't have that problem Mm -hmm. because whatever I came home and I said that this is what I've got, you guys, you were happy to say, you know what, this is what my mom can afford and we all eat together, we you wore what I could afford to buy. And looking back at it now, I recognize how blessed I I am to have children that didn't give me the lip. Don't think it will work anyway, but I thank God for you guys that, you know, that level of respect, that level of understanding. And the one thing I always did, this I must say as well. Mm-hmm. I've always had conversations with you. I always said to you, you weren't, you know, you guys, remember you're not born here. You weren't born in this country. So you have to make something of yourself. I always said to you that you you need to know where you're going, what you're about. Because kids here, they can afford to do whatever and get away with it. Mm. And I used to say to you, you can't. You know, mm-hmm. you have to remember that you're an immigrant and you have to make the most of it. And I didn't have this opportunity. So I always tell you guys, yeah. I didn't have that opportunity. Yeah, My did. mom couldn't afford certain things. So that's one of the reasons why I 
really push to make sure you guys are here, really push to sort myself out in this country so that you and your two brothers can have a, a life and a good education where you don't have to struggle like I did. Mm. In my early teens, I struggled and coming up to having, you know, when I, when I, when I got pregnant, I had you at, at the age of 19. It was hard in the Caribbean. It was hard in Jamaica, really, really hard. But I saw this quote and I, I can't remember if I was sharing it with you, that challenges are like a dumbbell that, you know, cause your, the muscles of your fate. It flexes the muscles of your faith and it increases your faith and it, it motivates you and it pushes. So it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. I tend to look at when something comes my way that there's something for me to learn from it. Yeah, I definitely. tend to look at it where I said, okay, this can only build me. I yeah. won't allow it to kill me. Mm-hmm. And so I've gone through so much in my life, but I've but I choose to always take everything as it comes and deal with it there and then. And that's what made me the woman I am today. And that's what made me the mother I am today. Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, when I look at the relationship that we have, that we can talk, we can go to the cinema, we can have a good chat. And I mean, sensible chat, as with respect in it, because mm-hmm. I always say to you guys, I'm your mother. And that's something you must never forget, that I'm your mother first. Yeah. I can be a friend once you need me, but I'm your mother first. And that's why even if we're having a clash, I'll say to you, I'm not your friend, I'm your mother. Because I believe that once we understand the different levels, the the, the boundaries, and boundaries are key. And once we understand the boundaries and, and know that even though I'm your mom, I remember growing up, the way my mom used to talk to me, I started t- treating you guys like that. And I've also learned about boundaries that it doesn't matter doesn't matter the fact that I'm your mom. It doesn't give me the right to disrespect you. It doesn't give me the right mm-hmm. to talk down to you like you're stupid because you're not. So instead of me talking down to you, know, we've developed a relationship where if I'm wrong, you can tell me that I'm wrong with respect mm-hmm. and vice versa. We can talk like that. And, and I, I thank God for that. That result that came out of everything that we've been through as a family because... Now we, you know, we can reason together, even if we have our difference of opinion. Yeah. We can talk about it and agree to disagree with respect at all times. You know, so, yeah, it's important for people to know who they are and also why they're here and where they're going. Yeah, definitely. Have you ever felt um, there was any period in your life where you, you, you lost your confidence or your confidence was knocked a little bit because of some sort of trauma or some sort of negative experience? Yes. Uh, yes, that happened when when my mom died. I went into depression, mm-hmm. and it wasn't long after my mom, my sister died, and even my marriage of twenty odd years, we were separated. That was that for me was really hard, mm-hmm. and it still is, and. It, it really knocked me because at one point I used to blame myself that maybe I was the one who was, you know, the reason for it. I was the cause of my marriage breaking down. 
And one day, I got a glimpse of myself. And I felt, because I felt like I've lost myself. I felt like I've lost my identity. I felt like I've lost the essence of who I am. Mm. And one day I looked at myself in the mirror and I didn't recognize myself. But <laughs> I looked at myself twice. I, I had to do a double take and I was like, nah. And I said to myself, I said, Sandra, that's not you. Mm. And I sat down that day and I started to reason with myself and trying to figure out why do I feel like this and look like this. I felt like I didn't want to do much. And when my mom died as well, I was in uni then. So that in itself was so hard for me because I didn't want to finish uni anymore. But the reason why it's important for you to associate yourself with good people, I, I ended up have, um, found a friend in there, a young lady called Altia. We're born on the same day. And because we share the same birthday, we kind of click. And it doesn't matter when I don't want to do my assignment because I was struggling to even put it on paper. So I'll talk about it, but just to put it on paper was a struggle. And she used to say, come on, girl, you can't give up. So having that sort of support mm -hmm. is key. Having people in your life who know you and know that mm -mm, that's not Sandra, that sort of character, what's going on? And they start to look at you. So it's important even who you're connected with to have the right kind of people in your corner. Yeah. But when I look at myself that day, I thought, nah, I got to do something. Um, there's, I'm a, there's a do or die situation and I'm always a do, a doer. I never do the dying bit. I don't know how. So when I thought about it, I started to cringe and I'm like, nah, you can't give up. You can't give in. Yeah. And I started to give myself reasons why I had to live. And yeah. the first one was you guys, you, you know, my boys. And I started to think what you guys would think or how you would feel to see me come down to nothing. And that made me want to fight. And then yeah. I started to think about all the plans I had for myself. And I said, let me do this for my mom. And gave me some reason to go on. And I found those reasons that I needed to go on. Yeah. And I started to push and I started to start think different. And I, I remember getting up and I went for a walk. I joined the gym. And I just started to do things that would motivate me, that would keep me now. It's all about self-care. It's all yeah. about self-care practices, isn't it? That, that's what I try to learn as well. Like whenever I'm feeling down, it's all about self-care practicing. It's 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 um, teaching yourself how to look after yourself. Like one thing my therapist taught me is whenever I'm feeling down or if I'm feeling like really, really low, she taught me something called um, soothing. So it's like ways of like massaging your own muscles and rubbing yourself down just to kind of, it's like you're babying yourself, um, but it's just to kind of say to yourself, it's okay, you've got this, I love you, and just giving yourself self-care. Um, it's yeah. really, really important. Um, what I wanted to ask you as well is, um, I know there's, uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit, so there's definitely people out there that's going to be intimidated or jealous of who you are or might say you're too confident and stuff like that. How have you, how have you been able to navigate that? like people that don't like you because you're so confident? I tell myself that's not my problem. Yep, that part. Because I mm -hmm. won't make myself become small for you to feel big. Yeah. Or I won't dip my light. Exactly. I'm the so same. So feel like, you know, because everybody, there's space for all of us on this planet. Mm -hmm. There's enough of everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I've got a responsibility 
for me. I've got a responsibility to make sure I get to where I need to get to so that I can achieve what I need to achieve and become the best person I can be. Mm -hmm. If I was to everything someone says about me or didn't like about me, I would, you know, become withdrawn and mm, I'm sorry, but that's not me. And if, if, if you make me know that you don't like me, it's the more reason for me to go on as well. Yeah. I use that as a fuel. Mm -hmm. Like, that's your problem. Yeah, that's same. not your problem. You got to sort yourself out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And and the thing is as well, like what, like I always say, anybody that doesn't like us because they think we're too confident, they're just jealous because one thing we're not, we are confident as a family, but we're not, we don't think we're better than anyone else. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. We try to help other people. We help our friends. Okay. We lean on other people for support as well. And also when you've got a circle of friends and family that's also striving to do well it's almost like when you do well it motivates them and when you see your friends level up you want to level up as well so it's that's just a reflection of their personal insecurity and i yeah. always say i'm not just I, i'm 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 not just a person that's just confident by mouth like i actually back my talk and we can yeah. say we back our talk like you went to uni you finished your degree like we achieve things and i think that's another pill that's probably hard for some people to swallow as well but as you said it's not our problem our goal is just to live um to live our best life and just be the best version of ourselves and if you can't love yourself who else is going to love you exactly exactly and a lot of time that's what people do and they'll try to you know say things to smear your character um and i just tell myself that if a person shows me that they don't value me, I respond to them by pretending as if they don't exist. Yep, I'm exactly because the same. You don't value me, don't change who I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't like me, can't change who I am. I'm the only person that can stop me. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so it's key for me to make sure I stay on top of myself um, and I do what I got to do. I'm not saying as a human or as a person, it's nice for to be, you know, disliked by people for no reason. But at the end of the day, that's people. People will always be people. And so I got to just focus on what I got to do for myself. Hopefully mm. they'll come around because sometimes there are persons that will not like you. And it's not like they've experienced something with you. It's based on what someone else has said. And yeah. And if you hate yeah. someone or don't like someone because of what someone else has said, there's something within you that you need to look, look at. That's one thing I've learned. If I dislike someone that I've never met or based on me just hearing stuff about them or whatever, that's something that I need to work on because I believe you need to get to know people for yourself. Now, if you meet someone and their energy's off, that's different. You sense their energy and you think, okay, the energy is not right. I don't want to be around this person. But if you just don't, never seen the person, never met them and don't like them, that's, that's definitely crazy. And I think... So it, it, it also shows me that I'm more powerful than I think because if you've got to recruit people to come at me, then hey, if you need an army, it says something about me. Exactly. That's why I look at you. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. And I think as well, like one thing I definitely admire about you, mum, is you, one thing that I saw growing up because of your level of confidence that like you didn't take crap from no one. You didn't take crap from your friendships. 
you didn't take crap from your relationships. And I'm so grateful for that because <laughs> that has led me to not take crap. Like some of the stuff that I, some of my friends go through in their relationships, I would never put up with that because I've just got this mentality that I don't need another person to validate me. Like it's great to have a loving partner. It's great to, 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 to have someone by your side, but you want someone that's going to love you and treat you with respect. And I but also, that only comes because you love and treat yourself with respect. Then yes. someone will love and treat you with respect. Yes. If you suffer for it, then you're saying to the person that you deserve it. And I, I, nah, that's not my thing. Yeah. It's true. And, and, our, and our relationship pattern is based on what we witness in our parents. That's one thing I've learned through reading books and also through therapy. Like, a lot of, like one of my friends, she's constantly making bad decisions in terms of her relationships and the men that she dates. But then it's a reflection of her mom. Her mom is also someone that's been constantly disrespected by the men she dates. So it's a pattern that she's identified as well, that she actually got that characteristic and trait from her mom and what she saw her mom was willing to accept. And that's why I'm so grateful for that. Even like um, my brothers, like you don't see them sitting in toxic relationships. We just, we just don't do it. I just, I can't do it. It's, it's, it's alien to me. And I've only had one experience where someone mistreated me and I promised myself I would never, ever, ever allow that to happen again. Yeah. So... And it's good to have the experience because you know what not to tolerate. Yes. Um, hearing it from someone else's point of view is different, but, you know, life is the best teacher and it's good sometimes to have that experience because you know that, you know, you won't settle for, settle for anything less than you deserve. and. Mm -hmm. Nah, I, I, I've seen my mom walk away from my dad. And if she had another relationship, I don't know, because my mom never took, I never seen another man came to the house to say, oh, this is my mom's partner. She sacrificed her life to bring us up and she did it on her own. And for me, it's just the same. It's that, you know, it's great to have a partner. It's great to have someone to support you. But you have to make sure that you can stand yourself. Mm. You have to make sure that you are capable that if that person wants to decide one day, you know what, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be a part of this. Whatever reason, you still can stand. You still can survive. And I've always been independent. Mm -hmm. Never relied on a man mm -hmm. um, to say that if you don't come home with funds, then we can't eat or I can't buy you guys something. No, I've always worked. I've always... I think the last thing my mom ever bought me was my graduation dress. I've always been working from I was 18. Mm. I've always been working. Yeah. And now I'm 50. Yeah. Still working. So, and within that time, I've had my salons. I've gone to hairdressing school. I've done my degree. Yeah. Um, I've done two diplomas in ministry. And You've done well, Mom. Short courses. But it's been... It's it, it's a very... Uh, what, what would you call it now? A, a, quite a journey of empowerment as well. Because every time I've achieved one of these, you know, qualifications, it empowers me. Mm -hmm. I remember going for my degree. I was... Um, I was, what, I think 47 or 46, can't even remember. But I remember thinking, mm, at my age, can I manage? 
But I just pushed myself anyway, and I said, you know what? I'm going to try. I said, if I get two, if I get first class two, one, two, 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 three, as long as I finish. For me, finishing was more important than the grade that I got. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just to finish. It's mm-hmm. just to start something and, 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 and see it to the end. Mm-hmm. And in me doing that, I was just like, what? Three months shy of a first class? Wow. So, yeah, it, it's, it was beautiful. It was was something that I am proud being the first person in my family to achieve. Yeah, that's you know? a great achievement, Mom. Yeah. Definitely a great achievement. What's the best confidence advice you've ever received? That the only person that can stop me is me. Mm. Yes. Yes. And what message would you like to give to someone who lacks confidence? I would say if they need to find themselves, like really start to know their true self, because sometimes a person can lack confidence because they don't even know their, their abilities that they have within them. And for me, it's always about purpose, knowing your purpose, why you're here, what you're good at, and build on that. Don't, don't try to be nobody else but yourself. Mm. Matter, even if you're a cleaner, do it with excellence. It doesn't matter what career part, because we all have our purpose. We all are important in one way or the other. Everybody can't be prime minister. Everybody can't be a lawyer, a doctor. We all mm-hmm. serve our purpose. Mm-hmm. And so whatever you do, do it with excellence. Don't look down on nothing that you don't think it's, you know, it's not important, it's inferior. No, because it's how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. How you value yourself. Yes. And so it's important for a person to know who they are, to know why they're here on this earth. And, that, and for me, that is success. Success is not so much about how many cars you have or if you've got mansions or millions in the bank but success living a successful life is knowing your god-given purpose and fulfill it mm. knowing that your life is making a difference to someone else yes. not, not just to yourself but to someone else because if you're fulfilling your purpose it will have an impact yes it can be on an individual it can be on a, a community it can be nationally and it can you know it can even be international but it will have some impact yes i agree so, so it's important that you you know who you are and you know what you're about and, and what you stand for yeah and live your absolute best life and your best life don't necessarily mean that you'll probably have millions but it's having that peace yes. to know that whatever you do you're doing it with excellence you're doing it because you love it because you can be in a high paid job and you're miserable yep you don't want that that's not else it's having that peace that money can't buy yeah, because yeah, wealth without health isn't yes, pointless. Yes, definitely. Well, it's all about well, well-being. Yeah. I want to say massive, massive thank you for joining me today, Mum. It's been sure. a great, great, great um, message that you said. It's been a great podcast, great episode. And I want to say thank you so much for being awesome. Thank you for setting such a great example of what it means to be a confident person and what it means to love yourself. Um, I definitely can um, testify to those characteristics that I've developed 
as a child into the person I am today came from seeing how you carried yourself and how you lived and also the encouraging words that you've always left with us. And I want to end the podcast by saying the quote that you always said to us when we were kids, and I'm going to say it to the listeners. Remember, you are destined for greatness. That's something my mom used to always tell me, and that's what I'm going to say to you guys. You're destined for greatness. Thank you for coming on, mom. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Take care. Thank you for listening, guys. Bye-bye. At the end of this video, guys, I would really appreciate it if you could subscribe rate the podcast and also leave a review. These are things that will definitely help more people to know about us.